had this very interesting Twitter conversation with somebody, well, I thought they were a friend, was just bemoaning screaming brats in a cafe, came up with a suggestion that they should have separate cafes, one for one for normal people and one for those with sproglet. Segregation for mothers. Just one of the themes that performance artist Liz Council tackled in her recent performance, I Tattooed My Baby. It's part of an all too familiar story here at Freelance Bristol Mum. Trying to master the work-life balance, can we really have it all? But Liz explored those issues a step further, exploring them on stage with her baby together. The idea came to her several years ago, when her firstborn was still young. Well, it was actually when Felix was little. I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> From there, the uh, the idea of this piece came to me and... Uh, I kind of, I shelved it and thought, oh yeah, that would be great to do, but I'll never do anything like that. Um, and then uh, then Ioni, my second, uh, was born. And I was having coffee with a friend um, and she said to me, oh, so you're going to make theatre about having kids now then, are you? And I was like, don't be ridiculous, that's just so naff. <laughs> I'd never do that. And then I said to her, but there is this one thing. Um, that I would really want to do, inspired by this dream I had when Felix was a baby. So I kind of outlined, outlined this idea and she said, wow, you've got to do that. And I, and I thought, yeah, actually, yeah, I do. So tell me about the dream that was the inspiration and starting point for the project. So the dream was that I had my, my baby um, fully tattooed. He had a, <laughs> a beautiful tattoo on his back and it was one of these ones that covered the whole back, you know, and it was a really traditional piece um, like if you can imagine a big schooner along sailing the sea, you know, real kind of old school tattoo. Mm. And um, in the dream, I thought it was amazing and it was the best decision I'd ever made and I loved it and I was just like, this is my life's work and it's amazing. And uh, and in the dream, he grew up and the tattoo sort of grew with him and it's just this beautiful piece of artwork <laughs> permanently on my child. And of course, then I then I woke up, and in that sort of moment, before you know really what's happening, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is amazing." And then I woke up properly, and I just literally the cold sweat came up on me, and I was like, "Oh my god, what have I done? I, this oh my, how could I possibly think this was a good idea?" And yeah, the fear struck me, and then I, of course I realised it was just a dream. But, yeah, it stayed with me as a metaphor, really, I suppose, for how we do imprint our children with all of our stuff, with our lifestyle and our choices that we make for ourselves and our family, um, make for those people who, who can't really make their own choice. And we tattoo them every day, every whether, day. It's, whether it's visual or metaphorical. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. So, so that was, yeah, that was the starting point, really, of the whole thing. And clearly, there are lots of things that are very personal that you're exploring there, and lots of scenes. I mean, goodness me, Liz, I could relate to where you had every baby toy there was out on the floor at the same time as trying to take a phone call and reply to an email. I mean, that really is the reality of everyday life, isn't it? That is, yeah. I mean, as, as freelance Bristol mum, you know very well. That is, yes, it is, it's, um, it's a massive balancing act, and... Uh, yeah, and and kind of like every everyday scene really. So I wanted to show that real kind of reality, I suppose, in in the piece. Do you find it, you know, hard work, especially as an artist, doing something like that and balancing motherhood, where life isn't quite so compartmentalized? Mm. When you have your 
baby-free days, you're not necessarily leaving the house at nine and back at five. How do you make it work? I think um, both jobs are, are kind of all-encompassing, aren't they? Um, and that's the thing, uh, uh, you can't compartmentalise. And, and being uh, working creatively, you, you never know when the idea is going to take you or where it's going to take you. And you have deadlines like everybody else and a, and a load of admin to do. It's, <laughs> it's still the really boring stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm very, very lucky in that my partner, who's also um, an artist um, in the visual arts, uh, is a freelancer too. So, um, uh, as you can hear, he's feeding Ioni in the kitchen now that so we can do this interview. Um, so, it is, I mean, very, I'm very lucky to have that uh, really nurturing partnership. Um, without that, I don't know what I would do. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you have to be really dedicated and you have to be really, really strict and you have to work all hours, really. And what was it like taking Ione on stage? Did you feel nervous for her? <laughs> she was amazing. She was <laughs> she was the star of the show, really. She was. Uh, I wanted to have her with me at all times um, when it was practical and just to be let it be an organic process and um, just see what happened and to really I made this decision to go with that because that is what happens in in life isn't it um and so she was in the rehearsal room with me she was uh, there for the tech run um yeah she was just there so she was familiar with the space and she just I she really enjoyed it <laughs> she saw she she saw the the sea of faces and um uh, and she saw her grandparents in the audience and she was she was well happy. Was there ever a point where you thought, no, this isn't right, you know, or she's been teething all night or, you know, in the run-up to the week before, did you ever have a moment where you felt, I just can't do it? Um, no, because the whole the piece, um, it, part of it was exploring um, acceptable behaviour um, around motherhood and, um, and our children and the way that we... Um, um, push our lifestyles or um, our life cho- lifestyle choices sit on upon our children um, the piece was called I Tattooed My Baby um, so that was as a metaphor for what we put on our children um, so uh, I was very very aware of the, the line um, between um, discussing how <laughs> the, the rights and the choices of the very young and um, the, um, the other side of that line, uh, I feel, sits exploitation. And never, ever did I want to cross that line. So I was always checking myself every day, say, thinking, is this acceptable? Is this, is this the right thing to do? And of course, it, several times it wasn't, and we cancelled the rehearsal. Um, it, she wouldn't come in with me every day. Um, but very, very, very careful to be on the right side of that line because she's my <laughs> she's my number one priority at the end of the day. And there were some great issues that you explored within the piece. I mean, one of the things that stood out for me, Liz, was the where it is and isn't acceptable to be a mother. And one of them was off the back of a friend who had sort of accidentally stumbled upon segregating mothers. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, I had this very interesting Twitter conversation with somebody well I thought they were a friend was just bemoaning screaming brats in a cafe um, and came up with a suggestion that they should have separate cafes one for one for normal people and one for <laughs> those with sproglets um, and so I picked her up on that um, and just tried to well 
just spoke about the issues that you do face as as being a parent um and where you do you do feel that sometimes the places that you have fitted in very well before children after you have a family you're not welcome and and for, them, for me and my family that it's quite hard to come to terms with because you know fundamentally we haven't changed we've just got additional additional members um where do you find it socially acceptable to be a family supermarkets weary expression and screaming child obligatory number two the partner number three cafes a helpful twitter follower of mine suggested segregation one cafe for them and one for us with our screaming brats so that's nice feeling like we're losing touch with culture never fear though baby cinema is here and baby groups yes baby groups meet like-minded mums here and swap stories of teeth hair sleep or lack of it and hideous birth experiences <laughs> my own personal favorite though oh, that nice. mecca of motherhood mother care mother care it's okay to be a mother um so yeah very sort of child orientated places um which kind of often leaves the question mark where do you, where do you as a person fit into all this um and i, I feel in this country it, it's not really set up um for nurturing the family now i laughed out loud the biggest belly laugh ever because it just made me realize how particularly bonkers part of this motherhood world is that we live in at the point where you were singing the goodbye song just so good we turn up to all these groups and we sing the hello song and off we pop and then we sing the goodbye song and you're portraying yourself and trying to get to know others at a point where you barely know yourself anymore Mm. where you're exhausted you're still sweating buckets with breastfeeding and everything else those are obviously key moments that stuck with you as well yeah yeah it's it's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> yes and you're tr- yeah and you're new to this whole thing and you're trying to put your best face forward where you just you haven't slept the night before um and you've got sick down your top and you can barely remember your name because you're so tired and yes and, the, and it's and it's there for we're there for the babies and yet we're singing these stupid songs <laughs> goodbye <laughs> What are the, the plans for the project? I know it was a work in progress to a, a private audience, but it would seem a shame for that to be the only one. Yeah, it was a really nice experiment. It was um, an experiment with um, working with different ways of presenting a theatre performance, um, sort of different parts of my own <laughs> practice, um, all sort of all meeting together. So it was a real, um, it was a, it was a really interesting one for me. Um, I would really like to. I'm going to explore it as a, a time-based thing um, to see how, at different points in our lives, it, the, the, having the children grow up, because obviously the baby, the tattooed baby, won't be a baby for much longer. Mm. Um, to see how, um, as she grows, that informs the content, and also that how that informs the style of the piece, um, and 
and how I present it. I'm involved in um, a sort of an ongoing conversation with an organisation called Theatre Bristol um, about what it is to be uh, a creative working parent and how that affects how we make work and how, you know, the logistics of it, but also our creative process. And so, yeah, I'm going to see how that develops. Um, and I'd like to present it possibly once a year for the next five years, um, seeing how that changes the work. And what about Felix? I mean, you had the dream that was the starting point when you first had Felix. Do you think he could ever be a part of this? He desperately wants to be, to perform every time I do something. He says, can I come, Mummy? Can I be on stage with you? And he is such a... He is such a creative force in himself it's quite frightening really he does a lot of performances where he jumps out from behind the curtain <laughs> and he gives me ideas to put in my shows all the time and quite often I think hey, yeah onto something there boy so <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to um I'd love to work with him and see see what comes out of that so yeah you had a sort of a, a mini taste of that with a toddler who you'd not met before who beautifully interacted with the piece were you phased by that? There are lots of children in the audience, but he was the only one who got up uh, and wanted to play with the toys. He was great, wasn't he? Mm. Um, he added a real live element to the whole thing. When I invited people to the performance, I wanted to make the offer that um, you could bring children to the space because part of the, th- the thing was about, as you say, where is it, where is it acceptable to be a parent? Um, and the theatre most definitely is not acceptable mm. so I wanted to make that open for people to bring their babies into that space and see how that affected the work um, it was a stupid thing to do <laughs> he um, he bombed onto the stage and, and I thought of course this is going to happen because there's toys everywhere mm. um, and I just made the decision well just to go with it um, because that's just embrace embrace the chaos. Mm-hmm. Your son was interacting quite a lot there. I mean, what do you think he made of it? Um, I th- it felt that he was really happy to be allowed to be in the space and um, interacting with the performer. Um, showed quite a lot of skill by the performer, I think, that she could manage him as well as doing her performance. So it was great for me. And as a mother, what did you think of it? Did um, it touch on any issues? Absolutely. And um, firstly, really nice to be allowed in a theatre space as a new mum and um, to hear someone else's experiences so publicly voiced of um, early motherhood so yeah and what was the general feedback from the performance very good feedback I will say now that the best piece of feedback I had was about my legs (laughs) (laughs) you have got lovely legs Liz (laughs) let's just get that in No, the feedback was really positive um, and really warm and really generous. So I was really, really happy to to read the feedback. And people seemed to really um, relate to it. And even people without children um, enjoyed it. Yeah, and some really constructive uh, points in, in terms of its development. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing the next stage in all of your lives and hope mm-hmm. to see it again on the stage soon. Good oh, luck. Thank you, Faye. Thank you. Liz Council talking about some of her experiences in motherhood and exploring them through her performance, I Tattooed My Baby. And if you want to keep an eye on Liz and what she gets up to, uh, Drastic Productions is the place to go to for that. And don't forget, if you want to get in contact with Freelance Bristol Mum, please do so. You can drop me a line, hello at freelancebristolmum.co.uk. But in the words of Liz, now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye.